I'm Jennifer Hill. No one else is here. And I would like to know what's good, Osgood. Glad you're here today, uh, partially to break up my solitude. Um, it's me. It's just me this week. You got me. Uh, Bertles is uh, fulfilling some family obligations this weekend. And so I'm here and we're going to, we're going to talk about some things. We've got a shorter episode. We are moving that direction. Some of you will be thrilled to know we are looking at shorter episodes from here on out. We heard you. This is, this is longer than your commute. I hope you all live in the same place because we're going to aim for one length of a show now. And uh, hopefully that'll that'll get us some new folks. We heard from some people saying they didn't listen because it's too long. So welcome. Welcome to our short attention span listeners. We're glad to have you. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it crisp. We're going to keep it short. So today we're going to talk to Jill Slay, the PC West librarian. We're going to talk to her about Banned Books Week. Uh, we're going to talk about why it is important to fight censorship, and we're going to talk about what the library can do for you during this time of distance learning. But first, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about me being alone in here, in my my little office. Uh, guys, I was begging. I begged everyone in this house to co-host with me when Bertle said she couldn't make it. I talked to my husband. My husband is a former child actor. My husband has given me a Kevin Bacon number that is lower than a lot of other people's. What? Let me think real quick. My Kevin Bacon number is uh, goes from goes from Mr. Hill to the guy he was in the after school special with. To okay, so here's the deal. I have a Bacon number of four. If you've ever played the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. And they say everyone in the world is six degrees from Kevin Bacon. Uh, my Bacon number is four. And since you're one of my listeners, your Bacon number is now five. So here's the deal. So my husband uh, did have a, a career as a child actor. He was on an after school special. I know. I know. Autographs to come. Uh, Secret Agent Boy. Little known after school special aired once, doesn't exist on YouTube, don't go looking for it. But the man who played his father in that after-school special was also in Footloose. Kevin Bacon was in Footloose. So let's back this up. We go from Kevin Bacon to the guy, wishing you which actor, don't know right now, to Mr. Hill, to me. There we are. You would think that a man with a stellar career like that would be interested in co-hosting a podcast. No, no, he is not. What would we talk about? Dude, if I have to tell you, I can't, I can't. I talked to my son, my seven-year-old little ham-bone son who does theater camp, who made a podcast with me this summer just for fun. We're a weird house. It's what we do. Don't judge. No, mommy, I don't want to do that. He hid under his loft bed. Fine. Fine. Uh, my cat is uninterested in co-hosting. He ran out of my office a minute ago. So it's you and me, friend. And uh, we're going to 
we're going to talk with Jill Slay, which is always a good talk. I hope you enjoy it. And so we're going to jump in. So I'm here with Jill Slay, who is our librarian at West. Hi, Jill. Hi, everybody. And we're going to talk about Banned Books Week. Uh, it starts on Monday, um, the 28th. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. So, but tell me a little bit about what the library is doing while we're doing virtual learning. Some of the ways that the library is supporting students is we are still offering curbside services. So if students want to check out books, um, they can go to our catalog, find the books that they want, fill out a Google form, request those, and we'll bring them out to your car. That's awesome. We're also doing um, tutorials by request. So if a teacher assigns something and you're not really sure how to use that app or that platform, um, you can request help with that and we can walk you through that on a kind of one-by-one, case-by-case basis. And then um, one thing that I just started thinking about this week was actually offering print services. So if students need to print something, job applications, um, voter registration forms, things like that, they can request those and we can make those available also like the curbside service. Let us know what you need when you're here, we'll bring it out to your car. That's incredible. So I can find all that through the school webpage or is there another page I should go to? Um, the library actually has a Google Classroom. Um, and if you follow us on social media, um, particularly on Instagram, which it's PC West Library on Instagram, um, we have those Google codes. Um, we have the links for the forms that they, can, they need to fill out, that kind of thing. And I will get the library socials from you so we can put those into our show notes. Okay, so perfect. Find you. Let's talk about banned books because that's why we're here. So okay. what what exactly is a banned book? So there's two um, types of books that the, the American Library Association, which is our national organization, tracks. They track challenged books and they track banned books. A challenged book means that somebody has challenged its place in the library. A banned book means that it was challenged and actually removed from the collection. Yeah. So, um, and I guess then when a book is, is challenged, there's kind of a reporting place that the librarian then kind of turns that book in just so that the American Library Association can keep track. Yeah, so there's a there's a process for challenging a book that a patron has to, and a patron just means a customer of the library, um, that the patron has to go through, and the ALA monitors how those processes across the country, and that's how they keep that's how they get those numbers. That's how they keep track of it. Um, our process that's in Putnam City is. <clears throat> a parent or a student would have to first contact the librarian, then actually go to the administration for the school, and the school would then initiate that process. Um, that's why, luckily, in Putnam City, we don't have a lot of challenges because our administration does such a great job of mitigating and, and handling those, those, um, those challenges right at the beginning. Okay. So why do people tend to challenge different books? Um, it really does center around belief systems. A lot of people feel very strongly about their personal belief systems, and they feel like any kind of book 
and it, it's not limited to books actually it is books programs and libraries so you'll see a lot of information about drag queen story time um, that's one of the number one programs that's challenged in the country um, so it's programs books it's art displays or just or book displays you know libraries have some public libraries especially have music and movies they also keep track of those so it's not just book but anytime some kind of material challenges someone's belief system that is usually what instigates the the pushback that's what instigates the challenge the number one reason for um challenges for 2019 is lgbtq uh -huh. and books that deal with that subject matter okay um of the 10 books on this list eight of them are challenged for lgbtq issues okay um so you really do see kind of our societal norms are uh -huh. the, the are the question mark of why books are getting banned okay but there's still some books and i know i don't know that it's in the top 10 but we spoke earlier harry potter is still widely challenged yeah. harry potter is still it, it's actually number nine it is oh, widely okay. challenged across the country um it it actually very recently was challenged in texas um, so, of the yeah. challenges for 2019 19 percent of them were in school libraries and um most of those challenges came from parents mm -hmm. and challenges can also i mean it, it's it's libraries but it can also be curriculum um you know books that are read in english class books are you know um, right. parents challenge those and a lot of times what happens is schools will do alternate assignments and that that's an appropriate response mm -hmm. for a you know parent that is uncomfortable with their student reading the book but censorship is trying to take that book out of everyone's hands. And that is just something that we fundamentally disagree with. You know, all parents get to decide what's appropriate for their children. But making it, you know, decisions about what's appropriate for all children is where library, the library community likes to kind of step in and, and you know, not allow that kind of censorship to happen. Good. I like that. Do you have any information about banned books on your website currently or in the Google Classroom? Um, we will next week. We'll have different things that we're posting every day, um, Monday through Friday next week. We'll start out with some just statistics about banned books, some of the things that we've talked about today. Um, I will actually post that list of the top 10 books. Um, I find that when I post that list, those books become very popular. Uh, yes. <laughs> And then we will have some links to some activities that students can participate in, um, some pledges that they can make to not, you know, not participate in censorship and uh, those kind of, that kind of thing. Well, that will be this week. If you're hearing us on Monday, you can check that out on the library social media. I appreciate you talking with us. And so you'll actually walk a banned book out to a student's car. 100%. I, I, I love letting students read banned books. Yeah, well, Jill, thank you so much for talking with us. We appreciate your time and, and learning you. about different books in the library. And thanks for bringing awareness to an important issue like censorship. Thank you, Jill. That was awesome. Hopefully you guys can take advantage of the library services while we're doing distance learning. 
Have them bring you a band book to the car. Find out what all the fuss is about. Uh, you can follow the PC West Library at PC West Library on all your socials, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, there you should find instructions to join the Google Classroom. You can take advantage of everything that's going on. Uh, and we'd like you to join us too. Uh, PC West Info page, at PC West Info page on Twitter, um, on Facebook. It's the same thing. And on Instagram, it's PCW underscore info. Find us there. There's stuff happening all the time. We're hopping. That's the guy. That is the guy who played Mr. Hill's father in uh, Secret Agent Boy. Uh, did he play? I think he played Kevin Bacon's father, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm looking at his IMDb page right now. He also did some Doogie Hauser, L.A. Law, House of Frankenstein, uh, Jag. He's had a he's had a fine career, and he is uh, my link to Kevin Bacon. So there we are. Read a band book, check your bacon number, and hey, shoot me an email, shoot me a voice message, do something. Tell me what's good, Osgood. 